From the Downtown Tyler Visitor Center, this is Roses and Weeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Roses and Weeds. I'm Bob Malden. Guest host this week is Luann Campbell. Hello, Luann. Hey, Bob. Welcome back to the Magic Microphone. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much. We have a very special topic here today. We're going to learn all about neighborhood services and all the wonderful things they do, and uh, I'm given the great honor here of introducing our guests today. Uh, they are, first of all, a housing manager for the city of Tyler, Prentice Butler. Hello, sir. Hello. Good afternoon. And over here, uh, she is the community development specialist, Madeline Teal. Hi, Madeline. Hi there. So we want to get to know you guys. This is the first time you've been on the podcast, and, and I know everybody's all nerves and all that, but it doesn't have to be because we're just hanging out and talking here with a great view of downtown. Do we all want to turn our chairs so we can look and see? <laughs> The downtown square. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Yeah, outside. And and we are here to talk about all things neighborhood services. And uh, Prentice, uh, let's start with you since we introduced you first. Uh, what brought you to the city of Tyler? How did things all get started for you with the city? Well, I actually had an opportunity uh, that was uh, given to me to get back into the field of work that I once was in uh, when I worked for East Texas Workforce Solutions uh, back in the 2000s, between 2000 and maybe 2012. And so uh, I kind of left there and and, uh, was doing something different and decided to get back into this field of work and the opportunity presented itself. And I'm here. So kind of describe this field of work and what it is that you're passionate about with that. Services, um, helping the public, um, whatever the needs may be, uh, trying to be a resource for that need and trying to find solutions for individuals and uh, just be able to share some of the knowledge and experience that that I've been able to uh, obtain throughout the years, throughout my career. And I guess with the Workforce Commission, it was helping folks uh, find and get placed with jobs and things like that and uh, services along those lines. And then uh, with Neighborhood Services, talk a little bit about what you do there. So I'm a housing manager for Neighborhood Services. Housing Choice Voucher Program is a program that's uh, basically uh, focuses on providing uh, housing opportunities for low to moderate income individuals. Okay, and so that's what you kind of manage over there uh, with. Uh, so moving over to Madeline now, tell me what it is that you do here for the city, and kind of bring us uh, your path up to the job that you do now. Well, I've only been with the city for about eight and a half months. Uh, before that, I worked for Berkshire Grocery Company. Um, I decided to join the team here because I wanted to do something that was bigger than myself and help give back to the community because I'm really passionate about doing that. Uh, What I do in the department, um, I help facilitate the uh, community development block grant and home investment partnership programs. So what the community development block grant does is help um, with revitalization of um, low to moderate income areas like the parks and Uh, sidewalks and and opportunities like that to help better the neighborhoods and then the home investment partnership um, is what's building our uh, new subdivision on the north side of Tyler uh, Hidden Palace and those homes are going to be sold to first time home buyers that are in the low to moderate income area range. Well it sounds like Luann we're talking to uh, folks here who love what they do and do it for a reason that is bigger than themselves and I love that so we're going to get into all these things they've talked about and dig into those individual programs on this episode right? Absolutely. 
everybody's excited to hear this. I know a lot of people call you guys and, and ask questions and uh, want their needs met. There's, a, you know, the housing issues that we are seeing all over the country are, are playing into Tyler, and you guys are doing a great job with that and managing all that. So there's two, like you guys mentioned before, there's two big things that you guys do, and, and we all of that is funded through the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, and the two of you manage all of that for the city of Tyler. So we'll discuss all that here in a minute and then answer some of our frequently asked questions that you guys get. It's all coming up here on this episode of Roses and Weeds. We're talking neighborhood services and we'll be right back to do that in just a moment. No matter where you need to get in the Rose City, Tyler Transit has you covered. Our routes take you from north to south or to the east loop to the west with unlimited daily rides for just $2 and discounted passes for the disabled, elderly, and veterans. Our buses are thoroughly cleaned nightly for your safety. Visit us at tylerbus.org or you can use Google Maps to find times and locations to hop on and ride with Tyler Transit. We're back here on Roses and Weeds. We're talking neighborhood services in the city of Tyler. I'm Bob Malden, joined by Luann Campbell. And uh, Luann, we have a a lot to talk about here today, so let's get started. Dig in. We do. Hey, uh, Princess, uh, tell us more about what you do over there. I know one of the big programs you manage is our Housing Choice Voucher Program. Uh, Tell us what that is about and how someone can qualify for that and uh, what you do to manage that. So our our Housing Choice Voucher Program is a little different than the Section 8, previous Section 8 program um, uh, that was primarily geared around public housing. So with this particular program, the participant has an opportunity to take their voucher and use it throughout the the county um, versus being in one uh, particular location so that's one of the big values of of the program. It gives mobility to the family. one of the things we do is we establish eligibility for those that are, are wanting to apply. Um, eligibility is based on family composition and, of course, income levels. And those are uh, issued by uh, HUD at least once or twice a year. And uh, we use that as the criteria for um, enrolling a person in the program. Um, we partner with local um, private owners throughout the, the, the city, um, and they voluntarily participate in our program that allows for our participants to have a place to to rent and um, in return we subsidize that with um, a portion of the uh, the participants rent that goes to directly to the owner um, and the tenant of course has a portion that that they pay and it's all based on what that particular family's income is so you mentioned the and you kind of uh mentioned it very briefly section eight is is that program still in place or is this in place of that program well i think it's it's, it's how you look at it it's, it's always going to be uh, uh, viewed as a section eight program but um it's it's the housing choice voucher program basically and then you have your public housing okay. um, and of course public housing is based on having one particular location uh, where all the participants live in one particular unit and the subsidy is tied to the to the, the unit and the location itself with the housing choice voucher program is tied to the family which allows the family to, to be mobile 
Right, so they can choose to live, you know, in a part of East Texas, maybe because the schools are better there, or is that sort of the freedom they have with this? Sure. So, so we, we you know, our, our voucher allocation is based on Smith County. So anywhere in Smith County, they can use that voucher, whether it be, you know, East Tyler, whether it be West Tyler, whether it be North Tyler, whether it be South Tyler, uh, as long as it's within the the actual uh, county. And then they do have the option of porting, which will allow them to go to another jurisdiction, which may be. Dallas or Houston or California, wherever there is a housing trust voucher program, they can actually uh, move and transition to that new jurisdiction with the voucher. And what's the participation like with the landlords and property managers? Can you talk about that? It, it's it's kind of been up and down over the last few years. Um, with with COVID, it definitely uh, presented some challenges. We had a lot of owners to sell their properties. Um, which is what we really don't want because, you know, we want to have as many owners as we can that participate in the program. But we've also been able to uh, obtain new owners uh, that were not uh, on the program prior uh, to COVID. So uh, it kind of balanced itself out, but we're in definite need of, of owners, as many owners as we can obtain, the, the better. Yeah. And so, uh, but you say that, the, the, how do they participate in this program? How does a, a landlord or a property owner come come to you and say, I want to be a part of this? What, what's the process for them? So real, real simple process. The first thing that we do is make sure that um, they're eligible to participate in the program. And there's nothing out there that that's going to be a, a limitation with receiving subsidies uh, from the federal government. So right. once that's cleared, it's, it's really just maybe performing a pre-inspection of the unit it to make sure that it meets housing quality standards, which is something that's required by HUD. Uh, we do have a lot of um concerns with some of the owners with with the thought that the inspections are are very stringent but really they're minimum uh, standards and so once we determine that that unit is eligible to be on the program based on it meeting the decent safe and sanitary expectations uh, then it's just a matter of filling out a few forms to make sure that we uh, uh, are able to enroll them as a vendor with the city and then we begin uh, uh expediting payments to to them as a as a participating owner awesome it sounds like a, a, a way to be involved if you're a property owner as well absolutely and then tell us how many about how many clients do you service so our, our agency has been allocated 1,008 vouchers. Um, of the 1,008, um, 34 of those have been designated for our veterans program. Um, we were uh, blessed to be able to receive additional vouchers this year. So we we no longer have 34. Now we have 39. So we have 39 designated vouchers, which uh, increases our allocation to uh, 1,013 families that we can serve in our area. That's wonderful. And um, if if you can't service them, where do you send them? Like what other resources is available to our community and to uh, the veterans and people possibly eligible for this program that just can't get in right now? So the, there are a lot of local partners uh, throughout the, the city and, and throughout the surrounding areas. What we try to do is direct everyone to um, 903 Help. Uh, they have a plethora of information on that particular site. It covers multiple counties. And so, you know, there are resources for anything from housing assistance to those that have disabilities or those that may have uh, transportation barriers or they need assistance with utilities. Uh, that's a really great uh, site. It's a one-stop shop for those that that are needing additional resources. 
Awesome. Sounds like a lot of ways to help. Sounds like a busy office you guys have over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get to hear from Madeline when we come up here in just a little bit. We get into the, uh, the weeds a little bit on community development when we come back. It's Roses and Weeds. We're talking neighborhood services here in the city of Tyler. We'll be right back. Glass Recreation Center is a multi-use facility including fitness equipment and classes, sports leagues, arts and crafts room, computer lab, rental areas, trails, fishing pond, and more available to you year-round. Open weekdays 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Saturdays 9 to 5. There's something to do for the whole family. Adults can join for just $30 per year. Kids 18 and under just $10 per year. Day passes available just $5. For more information, visit TylerParksAndRec.com or call 903-595-7271. Hello, everybody. We're back with Roses and Weeds, our podcast here with the city of Tyler. And um, I'm here with Madeline Teal from our Neighborhood Services, and we're going to talk a little bit about community development. Each year, the city of Tyler receives federal funds under the Community Development Block Grant and Home Investment Partnership Program of the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. And in order to receive those grants, the city must submit a five-year consolidated plan along with supporting annual action plans for the approval for this. So through this program, the city has funded park projects, sidewalk projects, and most recently our new Hidden Palace housing development. And my first question for Madeline is how do you keep up with all those acronyms, CDBG, <laughs> HOME, HUD, Conplan? There's a lot to keep up with, Madeline. <laughs> well, uh, when I first started, I made a cheat sheet and hey, there you go. studied that over the past few months. It's so. like when you go to work for the police department, you have to make a cheat sheet of their 10 codes. Like, well, right. like, well you, well, we have a 10 what? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to 10 where? <laughs> so uh, Hidden Palace, I've had a chance, Luann and I, to go over and see Hidden Palace with you and uh, Councilwoman McKellar and what a cool thing over there that's happening uh, in North Tyler, not too far from our new fire station over there. Right. Um, this subdivision is right behind the fire station off of Gentry Parkway. It's on the corner of Palace and Queen. Uh, we are building 11 different homes in two different phases. The first phase is almost complete, and we're building seven homes. Uh, of those seven homes, we have one that's already sold, so six are still available. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, they're three-bedroom, two-bath, and... They have a plethora of cool amenities. They've got vaulted ceilings, um, quartz countertops, um, vinyl plank flooring. Um, the molding in it is really nice. Um, we had a chance to see one of these, and and I mean, we're talking these these are nice homes, fixtures. I mean, everything is top of the line so tell me how how is this affordable <laughs> how do you make this affordable so the big thing that we do to make the home affordable is we sell it at cost whatever it costs us to build the home is what we sell it for we're not looking to make a profit the contractor isn't looking to make a profit we're just doing this to, for the betterment of the community okay and as far as a home buyer kind of what are their qualifications to be able to apply to buy one of these so the big thing is they have to meet our income requirements based on the size of their household that can that information can be broken down on our website um, the city of Tyler neighborhood services and our first-time homebuyers or hidden palace pages both have that information um, the amount of people you have in your home including dependents directly correlates to how much your maximum income can be um, you have to have been a first-time homebuyer and we define that by you 
can't have owned a property within the last three years there are some exceptions but uh, again that information is also on our website definitely want to check out that website now luann you have a little bit of backstory on this particular uh property and how it all kind of got started, right? Yes. Um, the city um, actually owned this property that's behind the um, the fire station. And it was decided with the community development block grant money that came in that that particular year that we wanted to build a neighborhood. And this was basically to, to help the city with an affordable housing. I mean, this is going to provide 11 people homes plus add rooftops to the north end of Tyler, which is what we were striving to do in many of our other plans, our northern revitalization plan. So this just hit a lot of areas and hit a lot of buttons that we could actually um, just come together with and build and and get people into some new houses and it started out um with the the streets and the sidewalks that got uh put in over there and then now it's progressed to uh we actually got the builder um contracted him to do this he's presented his project to the city council it got approved he started building which is not a not an easy feat these days anyway with supply chain issues and uh, worker shortages so he's uh, he's having to do his uh, his work in a in a different environment as well or different um, ec- economy so things are progressing I think where we want them to be now we've waited a few years for this it's progressed through these few years and we're at the point now where we've got houses and rooftops and uh, we're ready to sell and even have one new neighbor um, available you know who's going to move in shortly and 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 be there well uh we've we've mentioned the website a couple of times we want to tell folks how to get there and where they can call if they have more information about hidden palace uh and where do they go to uh to find all this information madeline so you can go to our hidden palace page on the neighborhood services area of the city of tyler org website. Uh, you can also call 903-531-1303 and ask for me. My name is Madeline Teal. Um, you can also call our realtor. Her name is Tanya Reddick with Cider Properties and her phone number is 903-484-4109 and she can get you set up to come view the property if it's something that you're interested in. All right, we'll get more into these uh, the details here in just a little bit. We have some frequently asked questions that we're going to present to our guests when we come back here on Roses and Weeds talking about neighborhood services in the city of Tyler. Historic Goodman LeGrand House and Museum offers visitors a chance to view antique items like hand-carved furniture, musical instruments, clothing, and more. Available for tours, photography sessions, outdoor weddings, small meetings, parties, and Goodman-hosted events. Admission is free or just a $2 suggested donation. Become friends of the Goodman to make a difference in the preservation of Tyler's history. Hours of operation, online donations, and other details can be found at tylerparksandrec.com or by calling 903-531-1286. We're back here at Roses and Weeds with our Neighborhood Services Department, and this is this segment we do is um, an FAQ, frequently asked questions that you guys might receive uh, phone calls from or emails, or we get questions to the mayor or city council, and I just uh, want to make sure we get this out here. Maybe this will help somebody understand the programs a little bit better that you guys manage. So, um, I know one question that comes up quite a bit is. I need emergency housing. Do you have a house for me? How do I get a house? (laughs) 
that comes up uh, very often. Uh, unfortunately, at this particular moment, we, we do not have emergency vouchers. Um, however, we, we utilize the 903 helps very much uh, so in that situation um, because there are other partners in the city that may receive special funding for situations of that nature. And so they may be able to assist that particular um, a citizen that needs the emergency housing. We are looking into potentially um, receiving funding or approval to receive funding for emergency vouchers. It's just, it's a long process, and um, we have been looking into that. But at the at this particular moment, we we do not have emergency vouchers available. Another question uh, that comes in often: I'm moving. Does my housing choice voucher transfer? It, it does transfer if a person wants to, a, a participant wants to move into another jurisdiction, um, another uh, city, another state, um, that voucher will transfer as long as that receiving uh, agency has a housing trust voucher program. So that's uh, through our portability program. And um, I'm let's say that I, I'm receiving a housing choice voucher, but my place is getting a little small and I'm thinking, well, maybe I, I would want to try to invest and buy a house. Is that possible with this housing choice voucher program? That is, that is possible. Uh, a participant can use their voucher uh, subsidy towards uh, a mortgage home ownership. Um, that's a specific program that we uh, work with the individual with uh, 101 and we have a specific, a specific Specific person in our office that handles our um, our home ownership program, uh, Latasha Dotson, and she can be reached at 903-531-1303. For those participants that are already on the program receiving a voucher that are looking to purchasing a home. And this this question is on here because we get it a lot as well, which is how can I get on the housing choice voucher list? And I want to tag a little something on there. How long is that list? What are we talking about uh, as far as a turnaround time on this thing? Um, so if a person who wants to be added to the list uh, to receive assistance. So our agency has elected not to have an, an open waiting list, uh, which means that we're constantly taking applications all, all the time. Um, and the reason for that is that, you know, we receive so many applications and so many people that are interested in the program and need the program. We will have a waiting list of thousands of individuals and we will have to go through that entire waiting list before we can open it again. So uh, what we've decided to do as, a, as an agency is, is to open our waiting list only when there's a need to open the waiting list in terms of who's currently on our, on our list and, and, and how many families are, are left on that particular list. So if we have a, a waiting list of 1,000 individuals, we will not open the waiting list until we maybe get down to 200, 300 families waiting. That way we can always have a, a supply of families to, to contact that need the assistance. Um, in years past, we, we have uh, um, opened the waiting list and we've, we've selected thousands of applicants um, to place on the waiting list and it's taken it would take you know four and five and six years sometimes even seven eight years to work to that particular list and so what we decide to do in order to give the applicants more of an opportunity and more chances to apply we open that waiting list but we select fewer families to work through that list faster so maybe every two years or every two or three years we can open a waiting list and those families have more of an opportunity to apply more often than having to wait seven eight or nine years 
Wow. So it, it, at least there's a process in place that, that keeps it equitable and uh, it makes it because I guess it could get rather daunting if you just left that list Absolutely. open at all times. Absolutely. I can see that. Uh, okay. And uh, first time home buyers. Yeah. First time home buyers. That's a question for Madeline here. Who is considered a first time home buyer? So one of the big things is making sure that you haven't uh, owned a home in the past three years and there are a couple of exceptions to that rule but um, those again are on our website Um, but the main thing is just making sure that you haven't owned a home in the last three years and I that that was a misconception I had I thought a first-time home buyer meant first time ever and that's that's cool to know that you know if maybe your situation changed and you found yourself renting and you wanted to uh, to look into purchasing a home like for example at Hidden Palace where we're talking about we're just talking about in the last few years Um, so that's great that's good to know Um, and uh, so I own a house and I want to rent to someone how can I become a landlord for the low to moderate income families call 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 <laughs> yeah. we, we would love to have uh, new owners uh, as many owners as, as we can obtain that want to participate in the program we welcome them with open arms I guess that uh, helps that waiting list go down a little bit absolutely. when you have more <laughs> owners absolutely. participating that's that's great so right. let's talk a little bit straight to those those homeowners and property managers out there about the benefit of, of participating in something like this well but the, the, the most important reason is that they're providing a, an opportunity for a family to have a place to live um, yeah. Everyone deserves a place to live. And so uh, they're providing that opportunity to these fa- to these families. Um, from an inspection perspective, you, you know, they're able to receive an, an inspection of their unit uh, by our agency. There's no cost to that. So we have inspectors that will go out and, and take a look at their unit to make sure that it's compliant. You know, if there's any deficiencies that may pose a safety hazard or health hazard, they're able to receive that feedback from the inspectors. Uh, and of course, they'll receive a subsidy from our agency every month as long as the, the tenant, uh, the participant is residing in the home. Uh, so there are a lot of advantages of, of that of, of the, being a, a, a participating owner and the process is is very simple again we double check and make sure that the the owner is able to receive uh, federal subsidies and if that's the case then you know we obtain the address we go out and we kind of uh, perform a preliminary inspection of the unit to make sure it passes the, the minimum qualifications and then we fill out a few documents to enroll them um, into the program and that's it so I guess uh, as a benefit to uh, a homeowner or a landlord that this this kind of almost guarantees occupancy at all times absolutely and and uh, at least that that rental income coming in and and on top of all that and probably an even more noble cause is the fact that you're really helping these low to moderate income families have a roof over their head absolutely all right and uh, Luann we have one final question here in the FAQs here yes critical home repair program I know we've had it in the past but if my home is is not up to standards right now and I'm having a hard time affording it. Do you have a repair program that that uh, you handle over there and manage? Unfortunately, this budget year we don't have any money set aside to go towards critical home repair or minor home repair. What I usually do if I get a call like that is direct 
the people to um, PATH or Habitat for Humanity because they, they really specialize in stuff like that. So, Well, this is a department we haven't heard much from, and we, we <laughs> definitely want to hear more from y'all. Uh, we would love to have you guys come back frequently on Roses and Weeds and talk about, I know new programs come up all the time. I, I want to get an update on Hidden Palace whenever uh, we want to fill that place up and have it full of homeowners. Uh, we want to get an update on that. But I tell you what, uh, for a first visit, and, and you, you were talking about nerves, but look, it's been over a half an hour and we've had a great conversation. <laughs> we've, uh, we've informed a lot of folks and thank you so much for coming and being a part of the show. Thank you both. We appreciate the invitation. Thanks for having us. Again, Prentice and Madeline here, our guests on Roses and Weeds. And of course, we would love to hear from you if you have an idea for a future topic of Roses and Weeds. And Luann, how do they reach out to us and tell us about that? Well, they can reach out to us at publicrelations at tylertexas.com and, and let us know or just comment on our our uh, social media posts about this podcast episode or our send it into us anytime you comment or email on anything it comes to us so we're going to know so you just let us know uh, what you want to hear on roses and weeds and we'll be sure to cover that for you we want to make sure that you know everything you need to know about all the services the city of Tyler provides and again thanks to our guests for coming out today I'm Bob Malden for Luann Campbell this has been roses and weeds and we'll see you next time